Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to Namely Nineties. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. All right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew. That's Brandon. That's me. Uh, well, you can find... <laughs> Sorry, am I, bringing, am I bringing too much energy? I, <laughs> yeah, stop I, it. In my head, uh, I was like, I'm doing rewind right now. I got an energy, 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 energy. Energy, energy. Anyway, uh, you can find us online at namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at namely90s with a 90s. Uh, you can also watch this show on YouTube, and that's found at namely90s.com slash YouTube. Slash YouTube. I always forget that yeah. part. Um, okay, so this is the March 1994 episode. Uh, but as usual, we're going to shoot the breeze for a few minutes and see what Brandon's been doing. That sounds so telegraphed robot presenter. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I feel well, like it's, uh, been the beginning of American Idol live from the Kodak theater. It's just, it's so bad. I'm sorry. I also realized that our, our radio announcer voices are, is Jimmy Fallon's like, uh, <laughs> entertainment tonight character voice. Mine's a little bit of that coupled with Adam Carolla's like uh, radio guy voice. Mm. You know, it's, it's a it's a combination of the two. I mean, I, I the subject matter I feel is the Adam Carolla stuff, but uh, yeah. for at least for me, you know, when I list to mine back, it's just like, yeah, that's Jimmy Fallon doing a cheesy <laughs> presenter voice, <laughs> which well, you know, is kind can, of an oxymoron. Be like worse things, yeah, yeah. Uh, Speaking of terrible, terrible things, uh, last week, um, I don't know if I, I sent you a few thing, a few of these things. I posted one of them on our Twitter. I, I mean, they're what, what do all the, the the crybabies say on the Internet that are our age? They're they're ruining my childhood. Yes, that's oh, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, did, did you see that Rugrats Abomination reboot? <laughs> yeah. My immediate reaction was kill it with fire. Kill it with oh, fire, was- <laughs> which you said at three forty-five in the morning. Um, that it's the stuff of nightmares. nightmares. Honestly, like uh, I, I, I froze. Like I fast-forwarded to a frame, just a random mm, frame, yep. and it was Angelica, like super close to the screen. I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that thing? It'll come out of your screen and uh, eat your your dreams while while you're sleeping. Yeah, isn't it like a horror movie? Is that The Ring where something comes out of the TV? The Ring is definitely one of them. Yes. Uh, okay. And um, yeah, so for those of you that didn't see this, uh, I, if I remember, I'll put a link in the description in our our YouTube and uh, audio formats. And uh, Paramount Plus is doing a Rugrats reboot, and 
because Paramount owns Nickelodeon. And um, basically, they've gotten the original voice cast back, except for they, they had to bring the second Chucky back because the original actress that voiced Chucky died in 2004 or something. Uh, either way, uh, um, they have the same they have the same voice cast. They have uh, like the same music, but it's in the weird new CG style that I think they did spun the new SpongeBob movie in the same animation style. And it's just, it looks wrong. It, it looks like those, uh, North Korean, uh, <laughs> like news videos where they do the animations. Um, it's just, just real low rent. Like it's so bad. Yeah. I mean, I it's, mean seriously, it, you're, you're going to need counseling if you watch this trailer. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to throw that out there. And then I was surprised that when I, I clicked on the, they have a Beavis and butthead movie trailer now too. Uh, I was surprised that they weren't also animated in the same style. You know, could you imagine that would have been super creepy? Uh, well, yeah, this paramount plus is getting out of hand. I mean, I that, just got, they were the ones doing Frasier, right? Are they? Yeah, I think so. Well, yes. Are they? Yeah, and oh, Fra- Frasier was. A, I thought Frasier was an NBC property. Uh, you know, it might property. be on Peacock. You're right. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. But Frasier, get 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 what? Um, no, I was. It it will be coming to Paramount Plus actually. Oh, wow! But I just found out apparently CBS is is um bringing back a limited CSI. Uh, series. Oh. I think Core that will be on the network actually. That's but surprising. the point is to garner more interest in the the old episodes of all the CSI properties, mm. basically. Like what you're but currently I out, interested in and watching. I found out they are going to reboot or revive Criminal Minds. It went off the air one year ago. It was only <laughs> on the air for 15 seasons. It used well, to have so the guy CSI. from Dharma and Greg on it before we found out he was either a racist or some sort of a creep. I forget exactly why he was kicked off the show. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot he, he was a creep, wasn't he? It was a creep. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. These days, it's hard to remember if it's like racist or creep or maybe both. Possibly, probably both. Anyway, um, one year <laughs> it's coming back already. But yeah. re, is it rebooted in like the MacGyver Hawaii Five O style, or is it just going to be a continuation or revival of the series? No, it's actually they're attempting to make that show the Finders or whatever it was again. <laughs> That's it's going to have the bone spinoff. Oh the my god! Is that what that Seriously, was? I think we referenced that before, but that was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Absolutely, it was. <laughs> Although Vin, Vin Rames was in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He was an cool. ER guest star he, uh, I was going to say what and he um, played Peter Benton's sister's husband which means his brother-in-law yeah brother-in-law yeah but so so fitting that like the the week that we do the the Beavis and Butthead episode that they release a trailer like the day of or the day after um, for the Paramount Plus movie where they're they're on a they're on a zoom call which is interesting right because uh, I didn't know they knew how to use technology but yeah, uh, any, anything new with you? Um, uh, you know, back at the old diet again. Um, I don't think I've consumed a measurable carb in like two weeks. I'm down 10 pounds. So you can I, watch as I slim down. You, you already look slimmer uh, and I'm looking at this angle too. Here, let me, uh, 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 that? uh, that's for where, you guys. Whereas I've put on five pounds, so yeah. Watch <laughs> well, me. Well, I mean, the fact that me you get ate, fat. 
You literally ate two fish sandwiches and two chicken sandwiches in one day, right? I mean, let's be I honest. Was, no, it was two fish sandwiches, one chicken sandwich, and a large fry. And I would like to point out, this is for science. It's not and just... That, and that was just for dinner, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, you can find uh, all that fun over on my uh, wine series on YouTube by going to rewindshow.com. YouTube. I also uh, found out someone I work with has a true crime podcast that seems to be picking up quite briskly. And so I was going to suggest that we collaborate with a 90s crime themed episode. That mm, could be fun. Uh, yeah, especially if you do all the work for that. Yeah, no, my my idea is that they do the work and then we just guest on their show and cross promote. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I, I like that. We can do well, that. they're the ones who are good at it. Obviously, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm as like, long as I'm not the one at, doing true crime research. Uh, let's I'm look at the case of this guy who had seven unpaid parking tickets. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 as long as we're just tossing out future collabs, we're also going to be collabing with the boys from uh, watching comics podcast again in the near future. I think we'll be on a May episode talking about Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Andrew's never seen the, the 90s Turtles movies, so it's going to be yeah, an education I'm in for, for him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be on the True North Collective podcast at the end of this month. Uh, I'll, I've gotten the oh, vague yeah. descriptor being that I'm going to be talking about happiness. Or so I don't. I'm going to go on that show too. I should have to email them back. <laughs> oh no, that's that's the that's the other one. Uh, we're we're oh, also that's support- the other one. That's the the interview lady. Yes, uh, we also have committed a month ago at this point to uh, being on. <laughs> Uh, yes, very sorry about Shifty this. Eyes. Um, what is what is her <laughs> podcast? Uh, do, please don't kick oh, me dear. out. Please don't kick me out is the name of her it's podcast. It's a podcast about um, uh, people our age if we've ever experienced um, imposter syndrome. So that that'll be that'll be a fun one. I think Andrew and I are going on separately because we also have to figure out you know recording times. Um, and yeah, well, yeah, uh, it's been, it's been a month. True North thing. That sounds good. Thanks. It's been a month since she sent us this email because I, I I was busy last month doing rewind, um, and uh, I didn't get back to her. And um, yeah, so I, I looked at it this week and I was like, oh, um, she sent that to us literally a month ago. <laughs> Oops. Well, time now, flies. Now, I, now, I can't believe how fast time goes. Now I'm th- on the other end because remember I was the one doing all the scheduling for um, or most of the scheduling for yeah. the the Christmas episodes. And um, yeah. I was like, God, I can't believe these people aren't emailing me back. Uh, and <laughs> here it is a month later. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's easy to do even when it's not the holidays. <laughs> Well, hey, we might be doing some other little things here and there to replace some of the jewel segments. I know it's been fun, but we're down to like really long poems that get fairly complicated and that's no fun for anybody. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and it's not this week. It's next week. That's a, another tease. Yes, uh, Gaz and Dange will be uh, Gaz and Dange coming Gosh, on. That, that episode was really fun. The one about bottom. I yeah. Really enjoyed bottom that. was fun. Uh, we actually, if you check out their episode 20, which was released last Wednesday, um, you can hear me ask them a very important question about some nineties, uh, celebrities in their ask Dange portion. 
Uh, I asked who would win in a goth off, whatever that means, between off. Christina Ricci and Rose McGowan, uh, and who would be crowned Sorceress Supreme. So uh, I feel sort of strangely connected to them, considering they're the one guest we actually didn't work with live. Right, right. That is, <laughs> I don't well, know what that is. <laughs> we we uh, is either Gaz or Dange that have uh, knighted the four of us together as the. Uh, four horsemen of the retro podcasting apocalypse, <laughs> which I I, I, like I, pu- I punned into at a podcalypse. Uh, it's better in text. A podcalypse. A podcalypse. Uh, I like it. Yes, there That's you some go. Sort of crap I would come up with. It's I was going to make exactly some joke about what how I was channeling. Creating great programming is going to be paramount to the launch of Paramount Plus. <laughs> no. My comedy partner, everyone. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. I I apologize. I mean, this is not a comedy podcast. It's a good thing, too, for that (laughs) reason. What do we bill ourselves as? Nostalgia? I think we talk about uh, food a lot and uh, television. Definitely television. television. (laughs) Yeah. Nostalgia. Sure. Nostalgia. How can you be nostalgic for something you don't even remember? Sorry. Whoops. I mean, I'm nostalgic for the 80s. We should have done the 80s podcast. Um, yeah. All right. So I suppose at some point we should actually talk about what happened in March of 1994. Sorry, yeah, that's a good, good, uh, no, I mean, to be fair, the, this is the episode that I actually have stuff for. So we should get started. Let's dive back into March of 1994. On the first, Justin Bieber is born. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Um, also, sorry. Uh, he was a guest he, star on CSI for like four episodes. It was weird. For those of you that don't know, Andrew is a giant believer. Um, mm-hmm. And whereas I still say, "What the hell is a Justice Beaver?" Um, <laughs> Justice Beaver. <laughs> yeah. On the um, first uh, X Men Volume Two, Number Thirty is published. The infinite infamous issue where Scott Summers marries Jean Grey. On the fourth, John Candy dies of a heart attack at 43. John Candy being the man that played Uncle Buck, uh, the random van guy from Home Alone, and I believe he was uh, opposite. Uh, d- d- uh, oh God, Steve Martin in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> wow, that took me. I, way n- too I long. definitely recognize him, but I don't watch a lot of old movies, so I need to figure out why I recognize him. I would assume Kayla has made you watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles at some point. Nope, never or seen Uncle it. Buck. One, one, one mm, or the other. I feel no. like that 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 would be right up her alley. Or, you know, well, you've seen Home Alone at least once. Oh, he was in Cool Runnings. We just talked about. Uh, oh, yes. He was. He was the coach in Cool Runnings. I knew I was forgetting something. While you have that up, is, is he actually in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Boy, I hope so. Uh, on the 5th, the second of two congressional hearings on video games take place on March yes, 5th. Yes, he is. Topics for discussion include the depiction of violence and sexual content in video games in 1994, uh, their influence on children, and the prospect of governmental re- regulation of video game content. On the ninth, this one's for me, The Busy World of Richard Scarry premieres, which is a children's TV show that I watched when I was that age. Oh, I used to have those books. Oh, yeah. I, I used to love those books. I always knew there were books. I always just thought they were somehow related to Dr. Seuss for some reason, uh, which they are not. Oh, good thing they're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, it was uh, on the 14th. Ansel Elgort is born. He's the actor best known for Baby Driver and The Fault in Our Stars. 
is there some sort of harassment thing with him too? I, I, I'm or sure just, there is. just Kevin Spacey. Probably just Kevin Spacey. Does this Spacey. mean high schools are going to stop putting on that god awful Susical? No, they've only, they only canceled the six books. Okay. Uh, so just cancel the books that are racist, but the person who's racist, we can go ahead and patronize the rest of their works. Uh, Disney, Disney is like a giant corporation right now. And I'm pretty they sure fired they fired the guy the from criminal minds and Dharma and Greg. <laughs> Yeah, but if I yet Dr. Seuss, like we're good. <laughs> yeah, but Those Dr. are clearly Seuss, on the same plane. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is dead. On the 15th, Mega Man 6 is released in the U.S. On, uh, sorry, that was the 15th. On the 16th, Tanya Hardy uh, pleads guilty to a felony attack on Nancy Kerrigan, which we both were wrongly discussing in the 1992 Winter Olympics episode. Yeah, I'm not a historian, okay? Uh, you were closer to being right, though. Uh, you at least <laughs> got Tanya Harding correct. Um, on the 18th, Zaza Gabor files for bankruptcy. <laughs> Um, bless you. Sorry, that sounds like the sound you'd make. <laughs> on the nineteenth, Super Metroid for the SNES is released in Japan. Uh, on the twenty third, the Great One Wayne Gretzky set NHL record for oh yeah. eight hundred and two goals scored. I believe that's lifetime. Nice. Love not, me in some single, Gretzky. Not, not in a single game. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, the record for a single game is 801. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the 29th, Ellen premieres on NBC. And I didn't know this, but it was actually called uh, like two friends and something or two great friends or three great friends or something on ABC. But friends had also just premiered at the same time. So they changed the name mm. to Ellen after the first season. Uh, this is a series centered on Ellen DeGeneres dealing with her quirky friends, her family, and the problem of daily life set in Los Angeles. The series is notable for being one of the first U.S. with with, with a main character to come out as gay in 1997's episode, the puppy episode, uh, which caused ABC to place a parental advisory at the beginning of each episode. <clears throat> oh, God, the horror. Yeah. The horror of a gay person on television. I, th- I think it was more the let your kids see it. It might be more the horror of just letting Ellen be on television. Uh, on yeah. the- <laughs> Caution. This program contains Ellen. <laughs> yeah. There may be random dancing on the 31st. Michael Jordan of basketball fame. <laughs> I love that. I wrote that. Uh, gets, <laughs> you know, one of the goats. Uh, can you have more than one goat? Uh, get gets assigned to the Birmingham Barons, the double A team for the Chicago White Sox. Remember, he I think there's a certain amount of goats that you can have before you have to register as a uh, farm goat farm. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Remember, uh, remember Michael Jordan left basketball to pursue a baseball career because he had peaked playing basketball. And I specifically know that more because of the movie Space Jam. Wasn't Ex- that like a, a sequence is, in Space Jam? Yeah, actually, did you hear that uh, they just released a trailer for the new space jam is it in that creepy animation style and then also on paramount plus no, no i think it's coming to disney plus and it or no no hbo max and why was is, the animation from space jam better than the animation from the rugrats reboot i don't that understand is a good question apparently uh, a lot of incels are very upset that uh lola bunny has been desexualized in uh the the lebron james version of space jam uh on the 31st madonna appears on cbs's late show with david letterman and makes headlines for going on a profanity laden tirade one of the most censored events of american tv talk show history swearing 13 times during the interview 
Though infamous, it results in some of the highest ratings of Letterman's late night career. And Robin Williams would later describe the segment as a battle of wits with an unarmed woman. <laughs> Took you a second. On the box office on the ninth, we have four weddings and the funeral, the original UK version. Uh, on the 18th, we have the naked gun 33 and one third, the final insult. On the 25th, wow, what a name. Yeah, uh, it's one of those parody movies. On the 25th, D2, The Mighty Ducks, which I guess would have been a good place to talk about the Mighty Ducks reboot. On the 30th, Major League Two, uh, and also on the 30th, Thumbelina. And in the Billboard charts for this week, the second week of March, third week of March, uh, number one for the first week, com- no, second week in March, for the first week coming in from February, The Power of Love by Celine Dion, not Huey Lewis and the news. Ah, darn. And for the rest of the month is the sign by Ace of Base, which we've gone into a few times already. Uh, Number three. (laughs) Number three is I've never heard that one before. Uh, Number three is What a Man by Salt and Peppa. Number six is Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. I know that one. Number 12. With a 16 year old. Sorry, what? (laughs) That's in quote. That's in parentheses at the end of the song title. Sorry. Yeah, not not Andrew saying he likes to bum and grind with a 16 year old. No, uh, no, just, no, no, just to be clear. No, no, no. I'm just to be clear. R. Kelly <laughs> likes to bum and grind with 16 year olds. Time. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. Okay. Uh, number 12, Gin and Juice by Snoop Doggy Dog. He was Snoop Doggy Dog at this point. Mm-hmm. On the 14th, Hero by Mariah Carey. Or sorry, not on the 14th. Number 14 was Hero by Mariah Carey. Number 16 was Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Britt. <laughs> Tom Brady and the Bar Barber, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Number seventeen, uh, because the night by Ten Thousand Maniacs. This is the song that because the night belongs to lovers. Because the night belongs to us. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, okay. Nope. You don't remember that? One? Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, and number twenty-four, all that she wants by Ace of Base. See, I do know that one. I know something. Yeah, it's weird that you know that one over the sign. Yeah. Well, uh, I know the sign. I just didn't know it by the title. Gotcha. Uh, and the fact that they say the sign over and over again. I and, thought they were saying the sun, by the way, for oh, like the entire time that that was a song. For the 30 or for yes. the 26 year. Yeah, that's fair enough. And now, a reading from the Book of Jewel. Austin, Texas, Sheraton Hotel, 2 a.m. His empty vodka tonics stand like rotted tree trunks emptied of their core. They are on the table where my altar rests, sharing space with my sacred things, my rocks and reminders of home. Should I fear you? No more than I fear horrible poetry. What? Why why does she always just she stops? I guess it's a poetic choice, but it's it asks a rhetorical question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jewel. Thanks. And now back to the show. <clears throat> or not. <laughs> No, what? And now back to the show. I know. Okay. Well, I'm just, <laughs> that would be where we came back in from your uh, 
from from the jewel reading. Oh, you wanted me to start talking there? I I could go. Uh, where do you want to go, Andrew? Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, Wayne Kresge with a question mark. <laughs> Wayne Kresge with a question mark. It is. Uh, I think <laughs> I mentioned Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I think I've mentioned before that uh, as a kid, he was one of my sports idols. It was Griffey Gretzky. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp. Uh, I, I wanted to be Gretzky. We, you, you and I, we played roller hockey uh, in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, it, I, I got so I deep dived this time because I'm prepared for it. Um, I got these LA gear, which was a shoe brand back then. Uh, the LA lights shoes. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I remember appara- that. Yeah, uh, apparently I, I specifically wanted these because it came with a free hockey stick. Uh, an LA gear branded hockey stick uh, and it was somehow tied into the shoes. Apparently Wayne Gretzky teamed up with LA gear to make uh, a knockoff Jordan like air Jordans. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I had these. I'm not, uh, I would assume that's how I got the hockey stick. Um, yeah, but it makes more sense because Michael Jordan wears shoes when he plays basketball. <laughs> That's a good point, but uh, <laughs> why does he have an athletic the, shoe? These Wayne Gretzky LA gear shoes are ugly and they look like they might just be boots for ice skates. Um, Fair enough. I, uh, they're black and white. The the color of the Kings at the time. Um, and I, 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 it, I think that was my favorite hockey stick because it wasn't curved like the, the one that you had, um, which I guess is worse for you know doing trick shots and sliding stuff off the you're, you're the one that played hockey. Like, yeah, you the curve of the stick helps you to do more stuff with it stuff and um, <laughs> <laughs> and things don't I, forget things. I also I, I did have a poster of Gretzky uh, when he was on the Kings in my room at one point. Um, I don't know if I ever hung it up, but I, it was on. I know it was on the top of my bunk bed at one point. Uh, but yeah, and now just thinking about this, I also realized that I, I for a birthday, I got um, the the Mighty Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They had like a kids goalie uniform. So I, I, I feel I had, like I remember that. Yeah, I, I know. I definitely had a, a the the new style goalie mask back then with the because. Was it new style? I don't remember. They're, maybe I'm thinking of like a catcher's, the baseball. Yeah, they're, they're like them. they're like fiberglass cages now. They're different. Okay, they were but, back then. I think. But yeah, back then it was like a face shield, and then it, it just like graded over the the face. And yeah, uh, any any Gretzky memories for you? I, I mean, I actually wasn't really into hockey back then. Mm-hmm. I got into hockey more around. Gosh, it was 2003 when our town got a minor league hockey team. Um, So back before then, like I wasn't, you know, a super big hockey person. I'd never been to a game. I didn't really know anything about it other than you have a stick and a ball in our case. And I was a a Thunderbirds fan back then before uh, when we were kids. Gross. We didn't have a team. We didn't have a team. I know. Well, it was great. If you want to go somewhere where they're playing hockey in a library, then I recommend going. It was at the key. I know, but it's like it was it was like hushed. I I, am used to going to hockey games with rowdy rednecks from the Everett. (laughs) 
That's fair. Uh, they definitely get rowdy up at, uh, was it Comcast Arena now? But I am excited. It's now Angel of the Winds Arena. Oh. Thank you very much. Are you excited but for the new key arena? I am. It's really cool. I mean, the whole process of lifting the roof and then what excavating is, underneath, building a state-of-the-art arena and dropping the old roof back on it. That's pretty cool. What is the name? I don't remember the name. It's something uh, It stupid. is the Amazon Climate Pledge Arena. That's. Uh, I thought it was longer than that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's climate pledge arena. That's that's it. Let me look that up just to make sure I've got it right. It's they're supposed to start playing in it this year. Yeah, I thought the the expansion team comes out this this season. Yeah, the expansion draft happens soon. Yeah, it's called climate pledge arena. Climate pledge arena. Is that the full name? Yeah, oh. yeah it is. Ah, so yeah, I'm really excited for that for sure. Nice. Um, so we have, we have some hockey to look forward to this year. Yes, we do to rep, rep the Seattle Kraken rep it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so I don't know if you had time to watch this, but I, I watched it because it sounded interesting to me. Madonna's appearance on Letterman. I did watch parts of it. I did not have a chance to get through all of it. Uh, wow. Can I just say, Wow. (laughs) Um, if you, if you, if you out there haven't seen this, uh, this is better than when Drew Barrymore got up on his desk and danced and then flashed him like Madonna is clearly high, like stoned out of her mind at this point when she comes on stage and she like gives him a pair of her used panties. Uh, the, he, they they cut to the first commercial and when they come back she just has a giant stogie in her hand like like a giant (laughs) i I assume it was a cigar but she just has a giant cigar that she's smoking in in the studio set and um yeah uh, like she keeps saying the f-bomb or f-word every single chance she gets uh because she again i assume is high and or uh crossfaded and forgets that she's on national television or doesn't care there's this elderly couple from, do. from ohio in the audience where they just like uh they, they keep cutting back to them because they're like uh, letterman's like uh this, this lovely couple came from ohio they drove here they they they're uh they they deserve better. <laughs> and I think at one point she was like, F them. <laughs> like it, it was oh. a giant train wreck. Um, and she keeps like sexually provoking Letterman. Uh, it, it was very uncomfortable. Uh, she was 35 in this appearance, by the way. So she's still older than us in this video and acting. The way Why she did is. she, she looked really weird too. Like what, what was I, she wearing? I, I well, to me, the hair was the weird thing. Like that was the that was the thing back in the like mid early nineties. It looked like she was in mourning or something. Oh, she was wearing black. Yeah, but didn't she always yeah, wear black weird. to to prove that she wasn't a virgin? Um, but yeah, her hair is just like gelled to her head too, like Ugh, tr- Trinity boy. in in the Matrix. Um, <laughs> that style needs to come back. Oh uh, yeah. No, I I mean I do what you want, ladies, but I I'm I'm not a fan. Do do what makes you happy. Um, what else? Oh, uh, and then at the end, it's like it's 25 minutes, and th- he keeps trying to like toss it off to the counting crows because uh, that's the guest for the evening, and 
yeah that's uh, funny and then when it, i think it's the end of the show and or like he's about to finally toss off to the counting crows again and he's like i think madonna might still be here when we come back and, and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna be here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then what is the, your problem at the end? He just like apologize. Like Letterman just like, well, I was counting crows. They, they seem like they're going to, I don't think we need any more music after that. We just, we, uh, counting crows that that's the end. all be all of music. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> and then that was the show. I was like, okay, wow. I don't that's know. I, nice. uh, she, end the show on an apology. She was clearly on something, but, uh, yeah, it, I, I couldn't stop watching. I thought well, I'll turn it on for a few <laughs> minutes and uh, I'll be done with it's a it. train wreck. I, I yeah. don't need, I don't need to watch 25 minutes of her on Letterman, but wow, it, 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 it was worth it. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that happened today. No one would even notice like, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Oh, it's just regular TV. Yeah. Oh, is that Aubrey Plaza saying the F word on Conan? I, I've seen that a few times already. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Well, glad that she's not really like relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of things that aren't really relevant anymore, I I wanted to talk about violence in video games. Sure. I think the fact that you bring this up now, I was a little surprised to hear that this was a discussion this early on considering video games suck so much that like it wasn't really even discernible what you were shooting at. <laughs> like right, uh, the graphics were so like top down grand theft auto. Like, I'm sorry, that can't be really a concern. That wasn't even out yet. Uh, oh, was, was it, it not? I don't think 1994. This was, uh, this started in 1993. So, uh, like the, I think this is in response to things like doom. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was in 1997. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well here I have this, it, it was in response to the 1993 releases of night trap. Don't know what that is. Uh, mortal combat, which we talked about because you know, the finishing yeah. moves, of mortal combat, you, you, you grab someone's head and rip their spine out of their body. And then it's a uh, bit much doom, which was released between the December, um, the first hearing and the second hearing today, uh, or, today's episode um and uh, let's see the besides general concern relating to violence in video games the situation had been inflamed by a moral panic over gun violence as well as the state of the industry and an intense rivalry between sega and nintendo because back then it was well, it's nice that we've solved the gun the gun in violence problem <laughs> yeah right uh yeah. With, with these restrictions we put on video games it is clearly it has clearly solved the gun violence issues in America that that was caused by these violent video games. Um, yeah, life doesn't have a reset button, Laszlo. <laughs> yeah, but this show does. All right, back to Madonna. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the so the hearings were led by uh, Senator Joseph Lieberman. Remember him? Mm-hmm. And Herb Cole, Brosive Lieberman, Brosive Lieberman, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I, I put this in my notes, but I, it was an aide or someone that worked with Lieberman that, like, their son wanted Mortal Kombat, I think it was, uh, and or Night Trap. It might have been Night Trap, and uh, like they they wanted it really bad, and they gave him the game, and then the guy started looking at the game, seeing all the violence in it, and was like. 
I don't want my 14-year-old son playing this. And then he brought it to Joe Lieberman, who then brought it to Congress. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, it's... It, it says here that they put the video game companies to task for the realistic depiction of violence in video games and threatened that Congress would take action to regulate the industry if they did not take steps themselves, uh, which resulted in the creation of the ESRB, eventually the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, uh, which is now what regulates our, our video game. Like, E for everyone. Yeah. Well, great work they did. It turned into you could I think there was one version of GTA where you could literally shoot somebody's head off and blood would squirt out like a geyser. That was GTA. GTA three did that. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure that still happens in most GTAs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, Great job, Congress. uh, People in 1993 were so undesensitized to violence. Yeah. That that was that was a joke. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, I didn't get. I didn't understand well, that to be a joke. <laughs> they were so undesensitized to violence. The the double oh, negative. Oh, right, right. Yes, thank you. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's from Community. I should reference shows that we've both watched. Uh. But you know, what do you what do you? You're a parent now. I thought it would be interesting to get your take on violence in video games. I mean. I do. It's good that they came up with that ESRB thing because the other thing that that led to is like these tablets and phones and stuff you can put on parental settings where it filters by age group. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. But, you know, it's it's a hard one because I feel like, yes, there is violence and yes, it, it's at a time where minds are impressionable. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, the, the games have been around a long time and Yes, I would say gun violence in schools certainly is up, but as a general rule, like has crime gone up precipitously necessarily? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but I just, I don't think it's as big of a deal as people like to think that it is. Uh, I think the, I mean, I, I remember back when we were kids and we played Grand Theft Auto, we understood that it was a video game, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it was, it I don't think you're giving enough credit to the children that are playing these games, but then saying the words children playing violent video games now as a 30 something adult makes me think, huh? <laughs> but you know, yeah. like it has, I think there are worse evils in this world. It hasn't scarred us uh, much except for like cursing at the 12 year olds we're playing rocket league with. Yeah. Which is uh, a very violent game. Yes. Well, with that soccer car- ball and everything. The cars explode all the time. Um, but so that leads me to putting rockets on my own vehicle and running full speed into people to blow them up. That's yeah. what I do when I drive to work now. I, and while the counter example, the counterpoint to what we're saying is that children are stupider now because they eat things like Tide Pods because yeah. it's fashionable on Vine or TikTok or whatever existed when people were eating uh, Tide Pods. I think it was just YouTube. I think Vine was dead. But like, yeah. yeah. Are children dumber now? Do we, is it, and is it because we've started coddling them due to ESBR? No, I think ESRB. it's because there are kids. <laughs> That's what it is. The age violent video games modified our genetics to make stupider children. Idiots. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I guess that's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I'm sorry for the generational hate because I just watched a terrible movie uh, called Wine Country on on my show. Uh, Rewind 
um, to do a review on it where there was a bunch of Gen X hate for, or sorry, millennial hate from the Gen X people in the movie. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I get it. Well, they're getting a little <laughs> long in the tooth. So yeah, yeah. they're, they're becoming, mostly I'm actually speaking specifically of the actresses in that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they, they, I mean, they are, they're becoming boomers just saying, um, Sorry, Gen Xers that are listening to this because you're also our uh, targeted audience. Yeah, I don't have anything to recover from that. Uh, <laughs> can we just all agree that Gen Z is the one that sucks? Sorry, Gen Z listeners. Yes. You are also eventually going to be our target now, audience. Can we just stop pigeonholing people because it's not real? I mean, the only reason it's allowed is because it's not a protected group. I was talking about this with, with you the other day where it's like, there was actually a seminar in my cl- in my last workplace I had to go to about dealing with millennials in the workplace. And like three of us were millennials and we're like, should we like leave? This is like, no, it's good. Cause then you can sit here and like give feedback. I'm like, this is going to be fun. But imagine if they ever, just ever. You went to work one day and they signed you up for a seminar called dealing with blacks in the workplace. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just, it's not cool. Not cool. And, so, and this is what leads to fe- people saying phrases like, okay, boomer, because we get trashed and disrespected all the time. And it's like, oh, but we can't come back and do something like that to you. No, 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 no. So I don't know. It's all very hypocritical. Absolutely. It is. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, violence of video games. What's the final, final stand? Um, I think there's more of it than ever. Which goes to show that the marketplace is responding to it and the marketplace wants it. Uh, Stop shooting up schools, though, for the love of God. Yes. uh, Life doesn't have a respond button. (laughs) Yeah. And that's it for this week's edition of Namely (laughs) Namely Nachos. Just kidding. We didn't talk about nachos today. No, I just, I couldn't, uh, I had nachos last night. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, the respawn button comment. And that's it for this week's edition of Namely 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Find us on Twitter and Instagram by going to at Namely 90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at Bshwitty and at Namely Andrew on Instagram. Twitter and tell us what you <laughs> want us to talk about on Twitch future episodes. You can also contact us through our website, namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Nope, Google Podcasts. Sorry, I'm getting used to that. It's in the same spot and it says Google. <laughs> Spotify, YouTube. Uh, I didn't prepare anything for this. Salt and Pepper. Uh, <laughs> Deezer, tune in, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. I'm Brandon, and that's Andrew. And we'll catch you next week. 